on the UB Sports Network from Learfield, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold, presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners, Ad Pro Sports, ComDoc, by WGRZ Channel 2, Nike, Pepsi, by Town BMW, and by New Era Cap. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the Monday edition of UB Football Insider. My name is Paul Peck. Head coach Lance Leipold will join us for our second segment as the Bulls are wrapping up practice on campus, and he will make his way over here to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road, Buffalo's original pizzeria. Coming up in the next hour, we will look back at a very disappointing, but there were some really good signs of progress that came from the Bulls in the 14-13 loss to Northern Illinois on Saturday. We'll look back at that game with Coach. We'll be joined by our special player guest. That's junior cornerback Cam Ward, who has been one of the Bulls, Cam Lewis, rather, who's been one of the Bulls' outstanding players so far this season. He will join us. John Fuller from the Athletic Communications Department will be here to talk a little bit more about some more records and achievements the Bulls have obtained. They've got one guy who leads the nation in a category, and one guy who's pretty close to leading the nation in a category. We'll talk about that, but we will kick things off, as we always do, with our buddy Brian Wolf, the Associate Director for Athletic Communications, more affectionately known as Mr. Mack, here to join us talk a little bit about what went on in the conference this week and a little bit about some of the other sports going on campus wolfie how are you today doing well doing well it was a busy weekend on campus uh but uh you know yeah a disappointing uh football score but some other you know real promising things happen uh happening around campus yeah and and to follow up on your point there and i used the word disappointing and you did as well too and you know i think some of that is molded by and Lance Slipold brought this up in his post-game press conference. You look at last year's game against Northern Illinois, and frankly, a lot of the games versus Northern over the years, uh, it was over within the first five minutes of the game. The Bulls just really weren't competitive last year. Well, to be able to look forward this year to see how well they played, how well they played defensively, uh, how there were a number of chances to win, even with a third-string freshman quarterback, again, an indication of where the progress is coming from this team. Yeah, I mean, you know, the last two weeks have been against two of the, the top teams in, in the MAC in Western Michigan and Northern Illinois. And when you talk about, you know, a combined combined score of, of you know, four points that, that, that you lost by in two games, it's it's encouraging, but it's, it's disappointing. And, you know, you'd like to pick one of those up, or obviously you want to pick both of them up, but you want to, you know, show while you know in the locker room that there's progress and while people like us know there's progress sometimes you got to see it in the wins and the losses of course uh you know when when you don't get that result it it is it is disappointing but there there were so many good things that happened uh on saturday Uh, i mean you're of course we'll talk about it more with coach but i mean kyle fantry's coming in as a true freshman and just doing a nice job running the offense and then the defense playing unbelievable after you know the bulls get you know the ub got down 14 to 3 in that game and then the the defense just they I mean they 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 held them scoreless for for over a half almost almost three full quarters I mean I think I think that second touchdown was early in the second quarter, and it was just a, a really encouraging performance by the defense they got some turnovers, um you know forced fumble fumbles were the one thing that they didn't really have to their to Did their resume they didn't one have one yet all uh, you know and and 
you know, I know you're going to talk with Cam Lewis, who was a big part of, a, of one of those fumble re, uh, recoveries in that game, but I thought it was a great performance by the defense, and I think they're getting a lot of confidence going as the season progresses. Yeah, and, and again, as Brian mentioned, those may be the two of the three, if you want to put Toledo in the mix there as well, so two of the three best teams in the MAC the Bulls played last week. How about this? I know you like statistical oddities, and your colleague John Fuller mentioned this over the weekend. UB and Western Michigan go seven overtimes in a 71-69 game. Both come back the following week and lose by the exact same score of 14 to 13. Yeah, I mean, that, if that doesn't tell you what college football <laughs> is all about in its unpredictability, I don't know what yeah, does. Yeah, you know, I think the when you look at the score, you know, I think that's just you know, that's that's luck that it was that there's both 14 to 13. I think what it shows though is how hard these games are. And when you play almost an insec- a second entire game within the first game, it, it, you don't just you don't just recover midway through October and say, all right, you know, we're, we're ready to go. I mean, these guys played an, an extra two hours than that game, and and it and it, it it shows a little bit in the in the following weekend. I think that's what that's what you see is is how hard a game is for these for these student athletes and how hard a seven overtime game is to play. Yeah, well, of course. And Brian always joins us here every week on the UB Football Insider Show to talk a little bit about what's going on around the conference and some of the outstanding achievements by some of the NFL guys that are literally on every team in the NFL has a guy from the MAC. But uh, once again, the guy who continues to be the shining star, not only for the MAC, but for really the entire NFL is Kareem Hunt of the Chiefs. And even though they suffered their first loss, he had another big game and achieved kind of a neat little uh, statistical uh, record, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, for you know, he's the first rookie in NFL history to go 100-plus uh, scrimmage yards in each of his first six games. And I think what's been so surprising with Kareem Hunt is the threat he's been in the passing game. He didn't he didn't have the best rushing game uh, yesterday, you know. But but he he he's there in the passing game. He's probably uh, Alex Smith's one of one of one of his favorite targets right now, and he's making uh, he's making an impact both rushing the ball and and receiving. Yeah, uh, elsewhere around the MAC, you know, whenever the Steelers play well, that's always a big game for the MAC because Big Ben bounces back with a good game. Uh, Antonio Brown has a good game as well. James Harrison played great, had the key sack at the end of that upset uh, over the Chiefs. So you know, the the Steelers MAC guys continuing to shine. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that team's like the MAC All Stars. They just they, right. you know they they have one at, at almost every position. And if they you know had a running back from from the MAC, then you really could say that they that they've got one you know in in every facet of the game or if they had, you know, a, you know, a kicker, but uh, again, Big Ben just kind of doing what he does, and I think he was probably more disappointed in the way he's been playing this season than than almost anybody else. And uh, Antonio Brown had a had a big catch, and you know, and then as you mentioned, James Harrison, you know, playing well defensively. Um, so that you know, they they got a lot from the MAC. Khalil didn't have the best game, but again, it, it, when you watch that game, there's just so much attention that's being drawn to him that it's really hard for him to get tackles and to get sacks and tackles for loss. And he still had four tackles, but, you know, probably a disappointing game for him and for the Raiders, frankly. And then, you know, Brandon Oliver been sitting out with a, with a little bit of a hamstring injury. And I, I know he's close, um, but wasn't able to go yesterday. Yeah, been a disappointing year for the Raiders. Uh, two and a wins in a row for the uh, L.A. Chargers with Brandon Oliver there as well, too. And, I, you know, again, even other things you notice you're watching the highlights, San Francisco defensive touchdown on a pick six on a fumble. Another Mac guy, Jimmy Ward from Northern Illinois, another first-round pick. So, you know, as you and I watch highlights, and a lot of Bulls fans do, they're like, 
that name sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, I remember watching that guy at UB Stadium. So the Mac guys continue to be shining stars in the NFL. Last moment or two here with Brian Wolf, Assistant Athletic Director for Communications. You mentioned it's busy on campus. you got the fall sports that are kind of starting to wrap up. You've got the winter sports like basketball going. Give us a little update on what's going on elsewhere beyond football. Yeah, I mean, real busy weekend on campus this past uh, this past weekend, volleyball. Uh, two big home wins. They, they beat uh, Northern Illinois in three, then came back and beat Western Michigan in four sets Saturday night. Just the second time that, that, that UB has ever beaten Western Michigan in volleyball. So they're four and four in conference. They're going out for a, for a five-match road, tri- uh, five road trip, which will really help determine their, their seedings. And then women's soccer had a big win yesterday at Toledo, one nothing win. Uh, they had a tough loss on, on Friday night at Bowling Green. But that, that season's starting to, to wrap up. They're sixth right now, so they're, they're in a good position for the playoffs. But they're trying to fight for that home game, and they have they have three matches left. And then cross country uh, had had, an, had a nice weekend. The women went down to Penn State. Stephanie Ward uh, again uh, had a, had a real nice uh, weekend running, and the guys stayed here and, and ran at Delaware Park. And they're getting ready for the MAC championships. And then November 10th, uh, the Bulls actually host the NCAA Northeast Regionals um, at Amherst Audubon uh, Golf Course. So they're they're getting ready for that. And then as you mentioned, the winter getting started. Uh, women's swimming, uh, swimming and diving, they were uh, down at Florida uh, International uh, last week. Uh, Meg Burns was, was, was unbelievable again. Wrestling is getting started here on November 2nd. They're going to host uh, Cal State Bakersfield. And then basketball, as you mentioned, uh, they're both get, getting ready to go. Uh, they About got what, the exhibition three, games. Less than three weeks away from their first exhibition. Yeah, games, uh, right? you know, those exhibition November. games are November 3rd. It's actually going to be a busy week in November 2nd. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll host wrestling against Cal State Bakersfield in the opener then have the exhibitions at Alumni Arena on the 3rd, and then on the 4th, volleyball will be back home against Toledo. So that, that'll be a pretty busy weekend uh, on campus. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, but it's encouraging. It's the, it's the best time of the year, I, I think. I, yep. mean, I mean, when you have these sports that are, uh, that, that are overlapping, you just know it's that time when the, these fall sports are, are making their push for the playoffs and for that championship games and the winter sports are are going uh it's it's an exciting time around campus yeah it is a great time to be a bulls fan because there is so much going on men's and women's basketball teams will open up their season on friday november 3rd the women will host bloomsburg at 5 30 the men will take on damon at eight tickets and more information are available on you for ub basketball at ubbulls.com or one eight seven seven ub there i know i heard over the weekend and maybe some bulls fans were wondering women's basketball team was scheduled to play a tournament in Puerto Rico, but because of the hurricane that had to be rescheduled, I think we finally know what and when and where. Yeah, you know, the, there's there's a lot of those tournaments, um, both on the men's and women's side, are, are played in you know on, on Puerto Rico and some of the islands that were affected by hurricanes, and and, and obviously the the the, the first uh, the for the first thoughts and then the first things that need to be done is to get the 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 residents of those islands back up running with power. So basketball tournaments are, are so secondary and sure. uh, you know to any of that. So a lot of those are being moved. And one of the tournaments that did get moved was uh, the, the San Juan shootout that the women's team is going to be in. It, they'll still play it. It's going to be at Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, I think it got pushed back a day, so it's uh, going to be one game on, on Thanksgiving. And then they're going to play the Friday after Thanksgiving uh, as well. But they'll still be down in some, some nice weather uh, just down in Daytona Beach while, uh, while, while Puerto Rico continues to uh, – you know, come back from from the the devastating hurricane. Yeah, good. Well, Brian, thanks for the update on a lot of stuff. Always good to catch up with Wolfie here and find out what's going on around the MAC and around on campus. Brian Wolf is the associate director for athletic communications at UB. We thank him for joining us. Always fun to kick it off the Mr. Mac segment with Brian Wolf. Head coach Leipold is here now at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, just back from practice. So when we return, we'll get the the lowdown on the game from Saturday. Start talking about this Saturday's game 
on the road against the Miami Red Hawks when Coach joins me for UB Football Insider from Learfield. From U-Sports to the NFL, A-Turf Synthetic Grass Fields are helping athletes have fun and perform at their peak. More than 30 Western New York schools and over 400 schools nationwide call A-Turf their home field. It's what the UB Bulls play on and the Buffalo Bills too. A-Turf Titan has the highest safety rating and the longest warranty. A-Turf, optimal performance for athletes, superior value for owners. Learn more at aturf.com. On fall Saturdays, there's no better place to take in a Bulls football game than the Geshevitz Club. The Geshevitz Club provides Bulls fans with an unparalleled setting in which to experience a football game day at UB Stadium. Featuring club and lodge seating, premium parking, complimentary food and beverage service, and so much more. To reserve your seat in the Geshevitz Club, call us at 716-645-6867. Go Bulls! Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Tree Branch. Hi, uh, it's me, Tree Branch. So, about the other night, look, it's no secret your roof and I never quite got along. It's a roof and I'm a branch, and that's how these things go. But I'm calling to say I'm really, truly sorry about what I did to your gutters and skylight. And also, I'm not paying for the damage. Okay, uh, bye. Trees never pay for roof damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowners insurance. The Learfield Directors' Cup honors the nation's best overall collegiate athletic program in each division, men's and women's sports. The prestigious award continues its reign as the crowning achievement in college athletics, noting the remarkable efforts of student-athletes and their institutions. To follow your favorite team, like us on Facebook, find us at USA Today online and on Twitter at ldirectorscup.com. Over two decades of excellence, the Learfield Directors' Cup. Hi, I'm Tomer Dobrosavich, last season's winner of the hit show, The Biggest Loser. Start your own journey toward health and wellness by booking a stay at The Biggest Loser Resort Niagara. I've stayed there, and it's amazing. They have world-class trainers, expert nutritionists, an award-winning spa, state-of-the-art fitness facilities, and their new independent health aquatic center. Call 888-945-6737 to book your stay at The Biggest Loser Resort Niagara and begin your own transformation. Call 888-945-6737 today. Welcome back to UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. Boy, it's the first time, Coach, that we've been here that the crowd hasn't been pouring in from the patio. This is the we're mid-October, yeah. and we finally got a day where you don't necessarily want to be outside. Right. We just got off the field, and you could tell. I don't know. We still told our players, though, there'll be a, a month or so from now you'll be begging for a day like this. <laughs> so um, I, I just think it was probably because it's been so beautiful uh, in, in the area so much this uh, the fall. And um, 
the big dip, but it sounds like it's going to warm up in here in a couple it, days. Early so. forecast for Saturday's game at Miami is mid-70s again. Yeah, again. So, you know, it uh, looks like the weather's going to get nice. That He is Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, and we are here to talk a little bit about last Saturday's game against Northern Illinois, a lot more about the Miami Red Hawks game coming up, which is next on the road for the Bulls Saturday. And just want to remind you, the next home game for the Bulls will come up on Tuesday night, November 7th. Love a little midweek matching. That is when uh, the Akron, no, not the Akron Zips, uh, Bowling Green comes to town. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff at UB Stadium, 7.30. Correction on that. All right, Coach, um, let's talk a little bit about Saturday's game. And, and uh, you know, I, I, it's a word that Brian Wolf and I already used, and, I, and I'm sure you'll use it a little bit too. It was disappointing on a lot of levels. Disappointing because you played pretty well against a really high-level team. Um, disappointing that you had chances to win. Disappointing that the quarterback gets hurt. Um, as it's shaken out for you a couple of days later, what has jumped out at you about the 14-13 defeat to Northern Illinois? Yeah, I think you you hit all the points that that, that kind of happened in that. You know, we, we miss a field goal to take the lead, but then you have to look at it. They missed two field goals. So, I mean, there's a lot of things in these games. And as we've talked many times, there's a there's a handful of plays that, that you wish you could have back. Uh, you know, it kind of hit me yesterday, I think, you know, that, you know, here we've lost two starting quarterbacks in approximately the same part of the field of, of you know opposite ends of our field but in the same area Both right before half time yes too. right before half right driving in to score and then you end up with field goals and 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 those are you know little things too and deflating uh as well but then as you search for positives you know here we go in a game and you know i'm i'm, I'm a little different than most people as you know anyway but um you know the overtime game. There's the scoring factor doesn't matter. I look at total points scored and regulation, and then from there, you know, for us to play scoreless, you know, holding Northern Illinois scoreless in the second half, you know, scoreless for anybody, let alone 14 points in a game in in today's era of football, is 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 really a nice job by our defense, especially we're concerned in you know, the amount of snaps that we played the week before. So th- there's good things there. Um, we knew we were playing a good front. We talked about the front seven yep. of Northern Illinois, and it proved to be true. They we did we, live we, up we to yeah, the and we didn't play as well as we had. And and there's some things that we're disappointed with. And Daryl Lake Pulse, our offensive line coach, addressed that with our line to uh, this today in meetings. And we could have played better. And uh, you know, then you put a true freshman out there, a quarterback, and and you know, you're, you're trying to give him an opportunity to be successful and limit some things and try to keep it simple. And and uh, you know, it. it the other thing, Paul, I guess the last thing I'd just say in the game is we never were able to truly, other than the missed field goal attempt, to flip the field position. They they did a really nice job, even when we got stops, but we, we were inside our own 10. There were three second-half drive starts inside the 10-yard yeah, line. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's, that's tough for anyone, let alone you put a true freshman out there playing his first time. You know, true freshman is one thing, true freshman playing his first game. He just took his red shirt away from him. And, and then you start more majority of his drives inside the 10 yard line is uh, is a is a pretty ha- heavy baptism uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, you know to follow up on your point you know the the very disappointing injury that happens to drew Anderson and then all of a sudden now here's the next guy up and he is a true freshman at Kyle van trees you know tell everybody a little bit what they need to know about him uh, and tell everybody a little bit about how you assess the way he handled not only his first appearance ever but hey you're going in for this play now well we made that decision after Tyrese we had talked about it 
multiple times. Jim Zabrowski was really ahead of the curve about okay if if you know if Drew was in or Tyree was in and the other one was injured and the other quarterback's helmet came off for a play, but the player's okay. What were we, what were we going to do? We we're going to put Dominic Johnson in and and for the play and because that would have preserved the, the, the red, red shirt. shirt for yeah, Kyle. but but if we got to a point with injury to to one of the first two quarterbacks that we were in and then what essentially happened on Saturday was going to happen Kyle was going to play and that's what we made the decision and after Tyree's injury everything was that if something happened we were going to be we were going to play him and um, you know so Kyle's you know first of all he's prepared like it he wanted to be in there Um, kind of just working almost backwards a little bit is we're we're leaving the field at halftime and he's he's excited that he finally gets a chance to play he goes I get to play and he's smiling and he's happy so nervousness and some of that no I think he's ready that's one thing about him uh, I guess to our listeners that don't know uh, Kyle Van Treese from uh, Stowe Ohio um, is uh, graduated early which you see some people do these days he graduated at at the semester of his high school and enrolled at UB in January and went through spring football so um, that has now turned out to be a huge blessing and uh, that he had those that time to a adjust to college, adjust, learn the offense, and go through everything like that. So, um, I, I just remember, you know, when we look at so much film and, and you do things and you make decisions on scholarships and looking at it, you, you can look at athletic ability. But last uh, fall, uh, during one of our open weeks, I had a chance with Alan Hensel, recruited recruits that area for us um, to go watch him play, and it is very evident. From the time he walked out on the field with his team, that he was very mature, an outstanding leader, has great confidence in what he does, and it showed itself in that game. And I think those are the same things our, our fans will get to see as they go. He doesn't get rattled, and, uh, you know, he, he's going to make mistakes, but at the same time, I know he has a very bright future. All right, with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, when we return to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, an update from coach on the quarterback situation. We'll talk about the outstanding seasons being put up by Khalil Hodge and Anthony Johnson, and we'll preview this Saturday's game against the Miami Redhawks. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. UB football returns to UB Stadium Tuesday, November 7th when they host the Falcons of Bowling Green State. Kickoff is slated for 7.30 p.m. with amazing touchdown catches. Hangs it up deep into the end zone. Jump ball caught. Touchdown! And gritty defensive play. Looking to throw. He is rushed. Sacked! There's no better place to take in some midweek action than UB Stadium. For tickets and more information, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. 
We love our town. Attention Bulls fans now introducing the latest and greatest addition to UB Athletics, the TriPoint team of Keller Williams Realty. The TriPoint team serves the Western New York community with buying, selling, and investing in real estate. For all of your real estate needs, call the TriPoint team, the MVPs of real estate at 716-398-4425 or visit ubbulls.com slash TriPoint team. The TriPoint team, the official real estate partners of the UB Bulls. Join us at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Hey, it's Paul Santora letting you know we have two great locations. One on Millersport Highway next to the Marriott. One on Transit Road next to Transit Lanes. We've got 60 taps, 66 TVs. All of our food is made to order with the freshest and most natural ingredients. Both locations have live music, Millersport on Friday, Transit Friday and Saturday night. There's no better place to enjoy football and hockey with great drink and food specials for every game. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill since 1927. Four generations strong. The only family to say we are the original. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Great food, great people, great beer. I'm John, a volunteer at United Way. I'm here at Lincoln Elementary School to find out what this place needs. Who knows better about what kids need than kids, right? Let's ask them. Monsters! Lasers! A pool! Another guinea pig! More lasers! Sprinkles! I was thinking more spinach at lunchtime and maybe more exercise. Nah. Uh-uh. Lasers are cool. When it comes to creating healthier communities, what this place needs is you. To donate or volunteer, go to unitedway.org. Because great things happen when we live united. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back to UB Football Insider. My name is Paul Peck with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road, Buffalo's original pizzeria. We are also live on Facebook, on the UB Bulls Facebook page. Coach, wave to all the Facebook watchers. There you go. I always forget to thank the folks watching on Facebook Live, but another way for you to keep track of the show and to keep track of what's going on with the Bulls. So we continue with head coach Lance Leipold talking a little bit about uh, this week's game coming up against the Miami Red Hawks. Um, and I guess, as I mentioned at the end of the first segment, uh, you talked about Kyle Van Trees. Is there any update on your muddled quarterback position? That's the nicest well, word I can use <laughs> to describe it, right? Well, we, we got off the practice field about, what is it 45 minutes ago uh, Kyle took all the reps and he and Dominic shared them right now and that's kind of where we're at right now as as we head into preparation tomorrow all right well that could change obviously as the week goes on but at least for the moment it will be Kyle and uh, if you I'm not a quarterback coach Jim Zabrowski does a good job with that but if I was and I was in your situation I would go to Kyle and say just throw it anywhere within 10 feet of Anthony (laughs) Johnson and you should be okay well, you know, he's made quite a few plays for us in a, in a short period of time in his career here. But, I, you know, again, I'm, if people haven't watched him play, it's sure enjoyable. You know, it's a, you know the, the catch on the sideline was just – I think the ball was about, you know, two yards out of bounds almost, and he, and he stayed in. And he goes up and gets it. He makes some plays, and he's just been very steady. And the thing about him is he's stayed humble as he's doing this, and he's working hard at, at things that he needs to improve on. And uh, – you know, again, he's, he's just off to a, to a fine start. He had seven catches for 140 yards against Northern Illinois. These are his season numbers now. 44 catches, 771 yards, and five touchdowns. He leads the MAC in receiving yards. He's number two in receptions, and he is number four in the country in receiving yards. Pretty wow. amazing numbers for Anthony Johnson in his first year here. Yeah, I didn't even know that. You know, I, I think one of the things that, you know, from the, from the time we got here and Things are in the hiring process with you know with Danny White and things like that that we that we had talked about that we wanted to address or he felt needed addressing, 
as far as what we are doing in recruiting and, and things like that. I think we've been able to address some of those, and I think those are they're starting to show, show their light. Well, if you think being fourth in the country in a category is good, it pales in comparison to linebacker Khalil Hodge. His 101 tackles, number one in the nation, averaging almost 14.5 tackles per game, clearly number one in the MAC. How about this, Coach? Khalil's 101 tackles are 33 more tackles than the number two tackler in the conference. Wow. Um, Again, I wasn't aware of that. And, you know, a year ago there were some things where he had a lot of tackles and weren't getting off the field. And you look at where his game was uh, Saturday and really the total number of snaps in the game. And, and, you know, that's where it really shows how well he's playing. And, And I think a difference a little bit in that, again, is we had Chris Ford back on the field as well as Justin Brandon. And, and when those two tackles are playing and playing well, it allows uh, you know those guys take up some space and take up blockers, and it allows Khalil to to roam a little bit freer than normal, and and he's able to get to places and make plays, and he's done an outstanding job. He had 19 tackles and a sack against Northern Illinois, and that earned him Mid American Conference East Division Defensive Player of the Week award. All right, so this Saturday, a 2:30 kickoff at Oxford, Ohio, against the Miami Redhawks, who come in at two and five. One and two in the MAC. They've lost three games in a row. I'll be that one of them to Notre Dame, but then two MAC losses to Bowling Green and Kent State. You know, Miami was an interesting story last year. They started 0-6. They won six in a row, first team to ever do that in NCAA history. And then they almost win their bowl game against Mississippi State of the SEC. So rightly so, they were predicted to be one of the favorites in the MAC East. Season hasn't quite gone that way, and those aren't my words. Those are Chuck Martin, the head coach's words. But what do you see and what do you expect out of the Red Hawks? Well, I I think, uh, you know, Chuck Martin, you know, whether he be at Grand Valley State in Michigan or assistant at Notre Dame or the head coach at Miami, he's an outstanding football coach. He's he's coached both sides of the ball. He knows what he wants in his team. Um, His staff has been with him most of them all all the time with they've done a great job in recruiting they've made great facility improvements there to give him uh, the the chance to build this program now like a lot of us you know they're very challenging parts of your non-conference schedule and then you you take on a notre dame and you go through some things i don't know exactly when all their injuries took place and there's been a few and there's been a quarterback and you know sometimes it's not just that game it's the ripple effect off of that and they still haven't you know been able to come back you know from that notre dame game now the other thing is when you look at the the scores other than notre dame it's very similar to our season the losses have been very close and they've had some odd things happen to them so don't let two and five fool you and they've already shown from a year ago as a staff and a program that they can battle back and, and get get hot and win a bunch of games. So that's, you know, we talked about that in our meeting today is that I, I don't know if there could be a better opponent for us to play because where we've gone, where we want to be, we we want to be one of those teams that they're talking about, like they talked about Miami last year, where they talk about, uh, you know, Eastern Michigan in the West Division and, and what they've been able to do. We want to be that team and, and also two teams that have been in close games and haven't been able to quite get over the hump sometimes. It's going to be real interesting to see what happens on Saturday, especially in the fourth quarter. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, this is UB Football Insider. Well, you mentioned injuries at quarterback. Uh, the, the guy who really was the trigger behind that turnaround last year, senior quarterback Gus Ragland, out of this game. He won't play. Uh, he didn't play last week. They've gone to their backup, a uh, younger quarterback by the name of Billy Ball. It got me thinking, Coach. It feels like every week we're dealing with 
who's the quarterback, young guy, new guy. This will be your eighth game. You'll face four quarterbacks making their first career starts this season, and you'll be facing two other quote-unquote backup quarterbacks. And if you look beyond, it's not just your opponent. It's a MAC issue because there's only five teams in the MAC that have started the same quarterback all year long. So give me your theory as to why and what kind of challenge that presents you in trying to prepare for teams. Well, I, I, there is a challenge, but still, you know, we talk about, you know, today's college football with what what is your system? Now, the the one team that maybe breaks that a little bit sometimes is Kent in what they're doing offensively When because we have had a chance to kind of see them still in crossover games. They, they seem to add a little more wrinkles offensively. But you, you still have so much time to practice. And if guys are coming back, you have to stay within what you've spent the whole spring ball, August, everything that you're working on that you want to do. But um, it, it can be challenging. The, the thing about Billy Ball, though, is he started against us um, two, two, years se- two years ago. In fact, he's from Woodstock, Illinois. When we were back at our last job, we had a chance to see him on seven on sevens on our campus and things. So we got there's film of him, and it's somebody that we have played against, and he did play last week. So you can kind of get an idea. You know, some you know, there's a reason why a guy's a starter. It might be arm strength, might be his mobility, might be his ability to to run run the ball on on, with, on called plays. There's a lot of things, and usually the next guy, there's going to be something a little bit different that they're they're going to kind of maybe pull back, and sometimes. Again, you may have to pull some things back just because your depth at quarterback is is maybe in jeopardy. So you're not going to run your quarterback as much. But at the same time, there's enough athletes, like you alluded to, six straight wins, almost beating an SEC team last year, and they were a young football team last year. Even though they still don't have a lot of seniors completely in that too deep, this is a very, very experienced Miami of Ohio team. Yeah, and they also come in with an outstanding defense, number three in the MAC in total defense. So the second week in a row, you'll be facing one of the top defensive teams in the MAC. Coach, appreciate your time as always. Good luck on Saturday against the Red Hawks in Oxford, Ohio. Thank you very much, Paul. All right, that's Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. That's a 2:30 start on Saturday. We'll have it here for you on ESPN 1520. Our pregame show will begin one hour before at 1:30. When we return to Santor's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road, we'll talk with Bulls cornerback Cam Lewis. You're listening to UB Football Insider from Learfield. Support the Blue and White Fund, the fundraising arm of UB Athletics and help build a strong foundation for years to come. You can play a critical role in making UB New York's public powerhouse. Invest in excellence. Invest in the future. Invest in UB Athletics and our student-athletes. Log on to bullsblueandwhite.com for more information. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $2.95 per month. Only $2.95 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love, love our town. town. 
Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. From U-Sports to the NFL, A-Turf Synthetic Grass Fields are helping athletes have fun and perform at their peak. More than 30 Western New York schools and over 400 schools nationwide call A-Turf their home field. It's what the UB Bulls play on and the Buffalo Bills too. A-Turf Titan has the highest safety rating and the longest warranty. A-Turf, optimal performance for athletes, superior value for owners. Learn more at A-Turf.com. You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. At Pepsi, we think it's important to celebrate stuff in life. Like when you text that really cute guy you met at a party on Friday, and he immediately texts you back, you celebrate with an ice-cold Pepsi. Or your friend turns on the radio, and your absolute most favorite new song just happens to be playing. That calls for a Pepsi, too. Because when you and your roommate order a pizza, and the delivery guy throws an extra breadsticks no charge... Break out the Pepsi. Welcome back to UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We're with Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road, Buffalo's original pizzeria. We thank Coach Leipold for joining us. Last segment was our Town BMW keys to the game for Saturday's game against Miami, and they are presented by Town BMW, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. We love our town. Well, now we're going to shift gears a little bit and talk about one of the two one of the guys who has been making a lot of key plays all season long. He is Bulls cornerback cam lewis jr from detroit michigan cam welcome to the show appreciate it for having me yeah welcome here to santora's pizza pub and grill all right we want to get everybody to get to know a little bit about who you are and what you are they see you as the number 39 guy on defense making all kinds of plays and that got me thinking Number 39 is a little bit of an unusual cornerback's number, right? It's yeah. kind of more of a fullbacky run back, you know, number. So is there a significance to you wearing number 39? Uh, really not really. Uh, when I got first got here, it was given to me, and uh, we were really told not to ask for new numbers. So I kind of embraced it, and it doesn't really matter what you your number is just – who, who playing in it, you know? Right, but I, I know sometimes the numbers are I – mean, we've talked to some of your other teammates who the numbers are significant. Khalil Hodge wears number four because his dad wore it, you right. know, things like that. So I know it's kind of part of your being as a football player, isn't it? Yeah, uh, a little bit, but uh, I just make it work. And, well, yeah. you're playing like – you're playing tough like a fullback would play tough anyway, so Have that's to. kind of part of the charm. All right, from Detroit, Michigan, tell me what it was like to grow up uh, in Detroit and go to high school there and – sort of be engrossed in a great sports town like that is? Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Um, I played a lot of sports, football, baseball, soccer. So uh, uh, I was really football-oriented. Ori- and uh, 
grew up playing little league, neighborhood ball, little rough, dirty, dirty ball, you know. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to uh, trying to stay out stay out of trouble. So my dad did a great job trying to keep me out of trouble keep me into sports and right. school and stuff like that. In addition to being an outstanding cornerback, you had seven interceptions as a senior in high school. Yeah. You're also a pretty good wide receiver, too. So yeah. do you miss those glory days of being a wideout? Uh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I love being in the end zone, so I try to get in whenever I can. Right. Well, you have been there once already yeah. on defense as a bull two years ago against Northern Illinois. But but is that, you know, I mean, wide receiver is a glory position of, the, of all levels of football now. Right. You, now only, not only are you not one, you got to try to stop all those guys. Yeah, so. It's kind of like the opposite, so, you know, I try to not let them in the end zone, not try to pride myself on that, try to not let people score on me. All right, well, you're doing a good job of that, too. I hear you were an outstanding baseball player in high school as well, too. What did you enjoy about baseball, and do you miss playing baseball at all? Uh, looking back, like, going to watch little kids play now, yeah, I miss it a lot. Uh, I used to play center field and a little bit of shortstop and do a little bit of leadoff, and um, I just I just like the atmosphere of how the game is a little bit of failure, but... You can, you can make a lot of plays in it. Uh, speaking with Cam Lewis, Bulls cornerback here on the UB Football Insider Show. You a speed guy, stolen base guy? You a power guy? What kind of baseball player were you? Uh, speed and uh, little singles and doubles. And In high school, uh, I actually broke our school record for stolen bases, so that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I, um, batting average was about like 330, leading off singles and doubles, really. Still right. my way around. Tigers fan, I assume? Who Who was some of your all-time favorite Tigers players? Uh... I go Cabrera right now. No, hard to argue with that one. Yeah, though. I, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. no, that's that's an easy choice. I would have said Verlander, but he he did get traded. You know, you can't like him anymore, right? <laughs> no, Although no. I'm sure you're rooting for him as the Astros are uh, playing well now uh, against the Yankees. As a matter of fact, that game coming up here later tonight. What a better place to come watch it than Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill? It'll be on all the monitors here as well, too. Other Detroit sports fans were you a Lions fan I mean who, who did you root for growing up who are some of your heroes in Detroit uh, really when you're from Detroit all you root for is Detroit you know mm-hmm. trying to keep everything in Detroit atmosphere so uh, I'm a Lions fan Red Wings fan uh, Tigers um Pistons as well, yeah. right? Um, no favorite, you know, no favorite. Line. I mean, I know, you know, much kind of like the Bills, the Lions have had limited amounts of success through your lifetime. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, you are, are you remember much of Barry Sanders and stuff? Is that a guy that you uh, that you rooted for? Or are you are you too young for that? No, nah, I'm too young for Barry Sanders. So we got a uh, um, really just kind of Matt Stafford and uh, Calvin Johnson is really who I grew up on and, and watching him play. To make a try. You know, uh, to be a cornerback, the old cliche is you got to have a short memory, right? right? No matter what happens, you got to get on to the next play. you got to forget about it. How hard was that for you to develop? How tough was that for you to learn how to be able to do that? Uh, it was it was very tough. You know? It was, it was kind of tough for me to do that uh, growing up as a whole, trying to have short memory. And, and my dad tried to drill that in me. So just coming up here, just, you just got to have a – Short memory, try to play the, play the game of football, just period. You can't, you can't just dwell on the, the play that just happened. You gotta, All right. You got to move forward. Food has been delivered. I'm going to let you eat in the commercial break, but we're not done yet with Cam Lewis. We're going to talk a little bit about the Bulls' defense, about his season, about what he's had to deal with playing with a broken thumb the last two games. You think that's a challenge? We'll find out how big a challenge it's been as Cam Lewis continues to join us here for the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. 
UB football returns to UB Stadium Tuesday, November 7th when they host the Falcons of Bowling Green State. Kickoff is at 7.30. There's no better place to take in some midweek action than UB Stadium. For tickets and more info, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish that. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. On fall Saturdays, there's no better place to take in a Bulls football game than the Geshevitz Club. The Geshevitz Club provides Bulls fans with an unparalleled setting in which to experience a football game day at UB Stadium. Featuring club and lodge seating, premium parking, complimentary food and beverage service, and so much more. To reserve your seat in the Geshevitz Club, call us at 716-645-6867. Go Bulls! Attention Bulls fans now introducing the latest and greatest addition to UB Athletics, the TriPoint team of Keller Williams Realty. The TriPoint team serves the Western New York community with buying, selling, and investing in real estate. For all of your real estate needs, call the TriPoint team, the MVPs of real estate at 716-398-4425 or visit ubbulls.com slash TriPoint team. The TriPoint team, the official real estate partners of the UB Bulls. Juice, Mom! Juice, juice, juice! Mommy, why are we going to the store? Mom, Mom I want Mommy. juice! Mom! Juice, juice, juice! Mom! Your child will have different needs at different stages of life, and that includes the car seat. See, car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. UB football returns to UB Stadium Tuesday, November 7th when they host the Falcons of Bowling Green State. Kickoff is at 7.30. There's no better place to take in some midweek action than UB Stadium. For tickets and more info, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Bulls fans, I want to tell you the basketball season is just around the corner. Be sure to purchase your season tickets or get a group of friends together and take advantage of group ticket pricing. Both the men and women's teams are set to have another exciting season, and it's one you sure don't want to miss. For tickets or more information, visit ubbulls.com. We continue UB Football Insider at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road, continuing to be joined by Bulls junior cornerback Cam Lewis. Every player that has been up here so far, Cam, has always been quick to say they would be playing basketball if they weren't playing football. Are you uh, Are you in that group too? No. No? <laughs> no. There's an upset. Yeah, baseball. 
Baseball. All right, we knew that already. We learned that in the last segment. So you're not a hoopster then very much. Nah, I'm not efficient in that. All right. Not at all. Well, so now your season has been interesting in the fact that you broke your thumb against Colgate. You missed two games. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're back a couple of weeks ago against Western. But we see you out there with this giant club on your hand. What is it like trying to play cornerback with a giant club on your hand? It's kind of it's kind of hard, you know. You're trying to you're trying to do everything like you have both of your hands, but you you kind of don't, you know. It's kind of cut off. You don't have you can't press as much as you can as, as you want to if you had two hands, but I try to uh, not think about it as much and just go with the flow, you know. Right. I mean, using your hands, like you said, kind of handing, putting your hands on receivers off the line is a big part of what you do as a cornerback. So how have you had to adjust the way you play? Um, I, I just throw it. Like, you know, I just throw it like it's, it's not even there, like it's not even broken. And just try to keep on playing through it. I just can't, like, th- if I think about it, then it's just going to slow me down. So I just try not to think about it and just just go. All right, so here's the scenario. Saturday at Miami, the quarterback throws one right to you. Uh, you undercut an out route. He throws it right to you. You got nothing but a touchdown ahead of you. Are you going to be able to catch it with the club on the hand? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. For sure. How hard has that been to try to do? Uh, it's, been a, it's been a struggle, but I've uh, been practicing it a lot, you know, try to uh, – Trying to practice it and try to try to see if I, if I get an opportunity to try to make it. All make right. Well, that would be the play of the year if a one-handed cornerback can pull one off. So, so. we'll watch that. I was thinking of you. I, I asked you in the break. I said, are you a fan of the Rocky movies at all? Because I keep thinking of Rocky Three and Clubber Lang. You remember? Did you see that one at all? <laughs> no, and I'm like, we got to start calling him Clubber Lewis because <laughs> – I, I feel like you, you had two forced fumbles in the game on Saturday. Yeah. Did you just kind of jam the club in there and knock the ball out with it? For sure, the second See, one. See, it's, it's a bonus yeah. for you. It's a bonus, yeah. I try to use it to my advantage as much as I can. Right. Is that literally how you force one of the fumbles? By just – Yeah, the, the second one for sure. The, um, I was backside, and, and the quarterback had the ball in the, really the, kind of the wrong side, wrong side, and I just – hit the ball with the club, and it came out. It's like playing with a sledgehammer on the end of your hand there, <laughs> yeah. right? All right, Clubber Lewis, that's the new nickname for you. Well, overall, give me a sense of where you guys feel like you're at defensively. I, you know, I know you're disappointed, and it was a very tough game to lose Saturday, but to only give up 14 points um, says an awful lot about where your defense is at. Give me a sense of what you're feeling about this unit. Yeah, um, I feel like we're, we're good, but... You know, we're not good enough. You know, we just want to get over the hump. Like, we, we can stop a team for 14 points, but we only scored 13 points, so we didn't get the job done. So uh, the the objective of the whole game is, just, is to win. So once we can do everything to help our offense win the game, that's what we're looking for. So as a defense, uh, we're playing pretty good, but we can, we can play better. Speaking with Bulls cornerback Cam Lewis, overall the defense has made a lot of strides from last year. What has been the key there? Uh, gelling to, together as a like as a family as a whole defense, you know, um, knowing all the right calls and uh, just doing your assignment. Everybody's assignment sound and uh, it just works perfectly. Is that just the the product of being in the system another year, being yeah. more comfortable? Uh, you know, I mean, you know, is, is it simple as that? Yeah, for sure. Just uh, learning the defense. You know, luckily, luckily enough, we haven't had any coaching changes, so we had the same system, same plays, and all. Uh, all the things, and uh, it just gels in. Like three years, four years, uh, 
you should be able to know the defense. All right, so now how are you viewing starting with this game uh, against Miami on Saturday, and you're going to have a pretty good uh, uh, wide receiving threat to stop in that game. Their wide receiver, James Gardner, uh, among the leaders in the MAC in touchdown catches and yards. But beyond this game, what do you feel like the mood of this team is heading into this stretch where if you can put some wins together, you know, this season could go to some places that maybe not a lot of people thought it could. Yeah, uh, we're just trying to go here and get a win, and you know. You're on the road, everybody's against you. You really don't have a lot of fan base that's come on the road. So we just got to gel together and go get this win because we need it. All right, and the, 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 give me a sense of where everybody's kind of mood is. We've talked so much about how the Bulls bounce back from the disappointing seven-overtime game, and now how are you going to bounce back from the almost opposite kind of game? Um, what's, the, what's the mood of everybody on your squad right now? Uh, just uh, kind of like encouraged because we know we can we can we can win like we know we can do it like we it's, it's right there so we know we can do it and we're trying to put everything together so everybody's still upbeat and and think we can get this job done. All right, well it all starts on Saturday when Cam and the guys head to Oxford, Ohio to take on the Miami Redhawks. It's a 2:30 start in Miami, and you'll hear it right here on ESPN 1520. Good luck with uh, the hand, get that the, the thumb. Appreciate Good luck it. with the rest of the season. Uh, great getting a chance to talk with you and letting everybody know a little bit about you, Cam. Thanks for having me. All right, that's Cam Lewis. He's the Bulls starting cornerback, our guest here on UB Football Insider. When we return, our buddy John Fuller joins us to look around the MAC, check on the games this weekend, talk a little bit about some of the outstanding statistical achievements for the Bulls this year. That is when the UB Football Insider show continues. UB football returns to UB Stadium Tuesday, November 7th when they host the Falcons of Bowling Green State. Kickoff is slated for 7.30 p.m. with amazing touchdown catches. Hangs it up deep into the end zone. Jump ball caught. Touchdown! And gritty defensive play. Looking to throw. He is rushed. Sacked! There's no better place to take in some midweek action than UB Stadium. For tickets and more information, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle Meanderings. Oh man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. Scored some big savings and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is if we call bicycles bikes and tricycles trikes, shouldn't we call motorcycles mics? Hmm, maybe a bunch of guys named Mike teamed up and put a stop to it. Geico Motorcycle. Savings that make sense. 
Bulls fans skip the lines and go Mold Bull. Get the most flexible ticket option for UB fans. You choose the number of tickets, the date, and the event. For more information, visit ubbulls.com slash Pass. My name is Paul Peck. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. We are here almost every Monday. That'll change a little bit as the schedule starts to go to the midweek games. But we're here every Monday uh, recapping the previous week's game and previewing next week's game for the Bulls. That's Saturday at at Miami. And we always wrap it up with John Fuller, Assistant Athletic Director for for Communications, to give us a little bit of a lowdown on the MAC, on the schedule, on some of the stats. And as we talked about it with Coach Leipold, John, uh, you've got two guys in the top five in the nation in statistical categories, which is amazing, and it just shows the kind of seasons that Anthony Johnson and Khalil Hodge are putting up right now. And not only that, but one on each side of the ball, too. You know, Khalil Hodge right now tied or leads the nation in tackles per game with 14.4. We're only through seven games, and he's already over 100 tackles. I mean, usually 100 tackles in a season is a quite an accomplishment. And he's already at 100. He has five, you know, 101 tackles. He has five games to go. Just, just an incredible accomplishment, and Khalil today was named uh, MAC Player, Defensive Player of the Week for the second time this season. Uh, fourth straight week, the Bulls have had a MAC Player of the Week uh, over the last four weeks. So a lot of you know, good acknowledgement coming for uh, for the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, think about it. And if Khalil Hodge continues to average about 14 or 15 tackles like he has, he might push 200. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. And and I mentioned this to Coach that he has 33 more tackles than the number two tackler in the MAC. Well, not only that, but even in the nation. I mean, you look at he's he's he's, he's first place in the nation in tackles per game, 14 before. He has 101 tackles. The guy, there's a guy right behind him um, from San, San Jose State who has 114 tackles. But he's played one more game. But then after that, the third place player in the nation has 77 tackles. Like that, it's, <laughs> it's crazy, amazing. the separation between between those uh, between those two players. It's amazing. And Anthony Johnson, uh, we also mentioned, fourth in the country in receiving yards and, you know, continuing well on the way to being, what, at the fifth bull that hit 1,000 receiving yards in a season, right? Yeah, and, you know, he. Uh, what's more amazing about Anthony Johnson, he's played seven career games for the Bulls. Four or three of them are already. He's had 140 yards or more receiving. In, in a game. It's That's crazy. crazy. I mean, you think about it. This, this past week, he had 140. The week before that, he had 195. So, I mean, you know. And 140 in the opener and in Minnesota. Opener and against, also, and only one of the players has done that in the same season three times, and that was Drew Haddad back in 1999. And you remember what a special talent he absolutely, was. Absolutely. He certainly was and certainly went on to a, a nice NFL career as well, too. So, you know, I think the other thing we talked with Coach about is, you know, all these games have come down to one player, too, and I know you ran the numbers on the, the combined point totals for the four losses this year. Yeah, both of us four games or four games this year by a total of 18 points. And they're two conference games by a total of four points. I mean, they're right there, you know, uh, you know, right there in every single game and you just have to hope that uh, you know, you're going to turn you know, to turn that around. Right. Well, and as you look at the standings and you look at the schedule, there's going to be some opportunities here. Uh, you know, the Bulls still play the two teams ahead of them in the Mac East, that would be Ohio and Akron, and still have games against two of the three teams behind them in Miami and Bowling Green. So there are opportunities to catch up, and even though Akron is off to somewhat of a surprising 3-0 start, they've got some tough games left. The the Mac East is certainly up for grabs. It's wide open, and fortunately for the Bulls, everything... You know, they pretty much, except for Ball State, every other team they're going to play now is in the East. So, you know, everything is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's in their hands. And I told Coach, I think, the other day, I was like, just to remind him, you know, in 2008, when the Bulls won the MAC championship, they started out 1-0. 
and then they lost their next two games in heartbreaking fashion. Remember, we went and lost at uh, Central Michigan by by a field goal, and then we lost in overtime at home to Western Michigan. They ran the table after that and won the MAC championship. So it's all right there for the Bulls that they won. Yeah, history tends to repeat itself. Let's see if it does again. John, thank you as always for the update. John Fuller, Assistant Athletic Director for Communications. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of UB Football Insider. We'll talk to you Saturday from Oxford, Ohio. The Bulls and the Miami Red Hawks, a 2.30 kickoff right here on ESPN 1520. Thanks for joining us for UB Football Insider from Network. Live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners. Ad Pro Sports, New Era Cap, by WGRZ Channel 2, by Town BMW, Comdoc, Nike, and by Pepsi. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the UB Sports Network.